0: I don't spit, I don't spit really, I just do bursts of air. I also, that's also how I laugh, kind of, so it's like a lot of... No boy. I know, maybe I should switch back to the old headset.
1: I don't remember much
0: breathing drama on the recording. Well, it wasn't off of one of the... Oh, I, I I did a thing where I had my headphones and then my other headphones plugged in at the same time.
1: Oh, this sounds much better. Yeah,
0: I know. All right, I'll bite the bullet, which is such a Punisher thing to say. Okay, you ready? Ready. (laughs) Welcome to Punisher,
1: the only Punisher episode recap podcast where one of the hosts loves the Punisher, the other one remains skeptical about our good boy, Frank Castle, the Punisher. My name is Donnie Knowles, and with me, as always, is Libby Hunt. Here she is. Bum, bum, bum. Libby, how you doing? How's your week?
0: <laughs> my week is pretty good, especially now that I'm here discussing one of my favorite things, which is did I, Frank Castle.
1: <laughs> did, I, did I see that you watched a nuclear power plant explode? Oh my god, it
0: was not. Okay. It, I know it was deceptive. We've been made to think that all nuclear power plants look that way. Thank you, Simpsons. Sure. Um, but what those actually were were cooling towers which um, mm. which I wasn't entirely sure about what that meant, but I think that they do something like burning coal somehow. Anyway, it was an old plant that had been shut down for about five years now. I don't know, but they were having a really hard time selling it, so they decided to demolish them, and apparently these are the biggest cooling towers in united states history to be imploded oh wow well my friend's dad told me that so i don't super know how accurate it is (laughs) but i really want to believe it's true because it was pretty cool
1: well if the punisher has taught us anything it's trust Trust (laughs) Uh, are you drinking anything today Um, libby in the in the drink foggy corner today
0: i am sipping on a vodka soda and i am doing so oh, thank god <laughs> and i'm <am> doing <laughs> i just thought that, No,
1: i mean whatever i just thought it was gonna be like a dead no, bit no, <laughs> So are we're, good. we're good
0: i know i know why we're here <laughs> um as always i have a little bit of a reason i am drinking this vodka soda in honor of frank castle's sweat and tears that go into every day of being frank castle oh boy what are you you drinking donnie
1: (laughs) i'm drinking uh i'm drinking a coke and uh bamboo what (laughs) is a uh, bamboo is a kind of rum i very much enjoy it's a big cool glass bottle with a gold crossbones on it um it is not flavor it is not like labeled this way but it tastes like banana like banana rum And I'm fairly certain it's Little Wayne's rum, or he just loves posting about it. But I assume it is his rum.
0: I wish you could see my face right now. (laughs) Literally, just my whole body just elevated, like.
1: (gasps) Yeah, you gotta (laughs) get on. Somebody
0: say Little Wayne.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta get on this rum. It's good stuff.
0: Um, Is it clear rum or dark rum?
1: Dark rum. I'm not a clear rum guy most of the time. I
0: didn't think you were. Yeah.
1: Before we begin. I would like to send you on Facebook what I thought was going to happen this week on The Punisher.
0: Fantastic. This week on The Punisher. Frank Castle has glimpsed the world of ghosts and gooblins before with his friends, Electra and the Matt without fear. So it comes as no surprise to him when he meets Micros, the Greek god of ram. <laughs> <laughs> he needs Punisher to act as his emissary on Earth and bring down a gang of I want to say child porn people <laughs> that he just dis- uh-huh. <laughs> that he discovered with a wall of 16 plus computer screens. Castle will probably notice empty single serving Cheeto bags and judge the great god Micros. Also there's probably a lot of texting jokes. Does a ringtone alert bad guys to Castle's presence in a you better join me kind of way for Micros daredevil cameos. Wow.
1: Now now for the record, I I wrote that as Daredevil cameos. Okay. Because you know, like Buffy would show up in the third episode of Angel or whatever, but so I won't take I won't take that much credit. That's
0: fine. Daredevil cameos.
1: You wanna get started with the uh, recap or you wanna tell me how your initial thoughts on on this episode?
0: So I I really like the character of Micro, God of Ram. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I like that we get to know him better in this one. And I think that everything else that I feel about the episode will come forth soon.
1: Great. Well, uh, well, let's get into it. So uh, we open on Frank taking his kids to see the Statue of Liberty.
0: The thing that represents everything that America stands for, according to his daughter.
1: Yes, a lot more, uh, more America imagery. I guess this is going to be a big America-centric show, is it?
0: I mean, veterans.
1: Veterans, good point. I wrote boat, p-
0: boat plus flag, living that dream.
1: <laughs> uh, also, uh, Castle takes a hard stance against racism in this. Yes. Uh, which
0: I yeah. Um, Wait, we, before we go too far, can we go back to the rhyme? <laughs> They're like, Dad, oh, yes. Dad, do that thing, and that thing is that it's like a really morbid rhyme. Come on, dad do it
1: all right, all right all right all right
0: Once upon a time in the middle of the night, two dead men they got up to fight back to back they faced each other they drew their swords and they shot each other <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I wrote, did he make it up? I don't think he did. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, and it sounds like, rhymes are boring. And he says, rhymes are not boring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like a dad fantasy thing, you know? Where so, it's like, Dad, dude, dude play, sing that song you love from college, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was just, you know, I know it's kind of a, like, it's just the beginning of the episode. It doesn't really have anything to do with anything, really, but it's one of my favorite things <laughs> about this episode
1: yes i I also quite quite enjoyed that i like I like castle with his kids, although uh after this little thing where his so what happens is his his daughter's like, "Do you have to go to fight overseas and uh his son is like, "Yes, he has to go kill uh slur, I don't remember oh I wrote it uh, down it's haji's oh that's right haji's yes um and castle i'm sorry everyone i'm sorry everyone uh but uh, castle gets very mad at his son and grabs his face
0: yeah that was some aggressive dad move <laughs> that was a real aggressive stuff which made me write down
1: like is castle a violent dude which seems um sort of you know rhetorical at this point but
0: well, it's, there's a difference between is Castle a violent dude, which we know, and is Castle a domestically violent, <laughs> abusive, or, or a violent dude towards innocence, which is right. his whole thing is that he's not. So right. you're like, <gasps> in this moment. But I think it's just a snap reaction because he's clearly still in the midst of having to go back. You know, he's still fully entrenched in the experience of being a soldier
1: yeah i guess that's true it just it seemed like it seemed like it was maybe i don't know if it was him all the time his kid wouldn't have even dared to make that joke so and the way
0: that everyone reacted seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah a bit.
1: Mm. so maybe we'll find out more about civilian castle in the days to come who knows so then and you're gonna have to remind me of the details here because i'm reading off an episode summary but we do see micro who is a guy who looks exactly like I thought he would. Oh, you know what? You I don't sk- think we get there. I
0: think you skipped so much again. I, I
1: did I did skip so much again. This is a bad summer summary. It's here. okay.
0: Yeah. Fortunately, I summarized it. <laughs> I didn't summarize oh. it, but I took play-by-play notes. Please lead the way. Okay. Well, a passing note. Looks like someone is watching, but it's Beard Frank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good i um, like weird frank
0: which i now think of him as for the rest of the episode um and then we go to a diner and i wrote this all in caps actually donnie because we talked about it in the last episode we were like uh-huh. frank orders a cup of coffee oh and now we get it we finally get the audio and what does he say he says excuse me ma'am just get a little bit of coffee <laughs> or something <laughs>
1: Just get a little bit of coffee.
0: I'm really hoping that my castle impression improves as this goes no, on. No, I think it's very
1: good. I think people are going to be doing animatics and everything. Uh, I, also i i I, it was funny because he walks in and he sits down and i'm like first of all why doesn't the punisher never have a beard in the comics because this looks great and then also i wrote uh bespoke punisher because i was like what would would it be like if there was like a very like brooklyn doubt custom leather diy punisher look you know Uh and then and then the waitress called him a hipster which, which i was not expecting and i cannot think of anything Anything more humiliating than being loudly called a hipster in New York City?
0: <laughs> I know. Especially when you're Frank Castle.
1: Especially when you're Frank Castle and <laughs> you know you And then are. you have to do a hipster walk of shame to a phone
0: <laughs> after your hipster friend has called you on a payphone. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: yeah. God. Yeah, so Micros
1: calls him on oh, a payphone. Wait, phone. wait, wait.
0: Beforehand, though, he picks up the newspaper and he's reading it. And who is it an article by? Karen Page. And what is it an article uh-uh. about? The murder that he committed in the last episode. Whoa, damn.
1: I definitely missed that. Oh, I'm glad you just told no me. No problem.
0: Yeah, it's all of the gangster dudes, and they, they call it a murder suicide.
1: <laughs> Money potty gone wrong today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But then the payphone rings, and and oh, and yes. the waitress says the classic hipster, "It's for you," which is <laughs>
1: yeah. amazing. Then he doesn't walk of shame <laughs> to the phone, uh, and then we see Micros finally,
0: and he looks exactly like you thought
1: he would. He looks exactly like he thought, like I thought he would. Uh, I wonder if this is a take on a look in the comics because it, it, the color scheme is phenomenal. Love the love the yellow the, the sunglasses. Mirror. Are they
0: yellow or are they mirrored?
1: Maybe they're mirrored and he just stands next to yellow stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to look him up. Okay. Um, Are we calling him Micros or Micro.
1: (laughs) You know, honestly, when he put the CD in his computer that said micro, my first thought was they spelled that wrong. (laughs) So (laughs) so I'm I'm probably going to stick to Micros. I'm going
0: to be honest. I like it better. (laughs) It sounds better. It does. (laughs) I know. Okay. So Micros on the phone. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Wait, and then he says another. Frank had a lot of really good lines in this movie. He goes, "Yeah, it is." Movie in this episode, he goes, "Micro, is that some sort of name?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, I <answered> hope <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is just really classic, <laughs> quintessential Frank." Oh god, I'm looking up. This is- I'm looking at Micro right now. He's terrifying. We this should, is the, this is the uh yeah we should post this to our instagram
1: oh good yes we should definitely post side by sides of all the characters uh and i think again this is the biggest crime of punisher not being connected to the larger marvel universes i just want to see him comment on things oh God, you know
0: no it's so it's so good when he does
1: what are you green <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you from space
1: <laughs> magic <laughs> <laughs>
0: so so is this when he makes him go on the wild goose chase yeah so he's like i left this disc for you at your house did you get it and frank's like yeah i got it then he says micro that's some sort of name and then (laughs) micro's like i'll be in touch punisher he's not he's like frank castle we're both dead technically but not and then he hangs up and frank's like i'm gonna find this man and kill him so he runs. So my next note is warehouse roof wet again. <laughs> cause he's like, cause yep. he's like very visibly glistening all over his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course there is a ploy. It's a ploy, you know, he's not on the warehouse roof, but the cell phone mm-hmm. is hanging there and it says something like, with, a with a mirror and says something like, don't let me down. Frank, And then you see that Micro is actually on the roof of the diner and has been watching this whole time through the mirror like a genius.
1: Yeah, I really liked, I wrote down, uh, I like Micro's human trap. It was
0: a good human trap.
1: Oh, before we get too past it, uh, I, I, at one point, Frank Castle's, when he's leaving the diner, yes. he says delicious, and I want to make a super of ca- <laughs> <laughs> Frank Castle talking
0: about I it. actually, I thought about another segment that's Frank Castle compliments things. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't actually know if it happens many times again, but if it does...
1: We- but if it does, you know, we we'll be, right be watching. You. <laughs> delicious. Uh okay so and then he goes back to his apartment he runs back to his apartment like parkour runs back to his apartment um and like throws his bag on the ground uh which I was like you're very careful to be throwing your bag on the ground I don't know about that it's probably full of guns yeah, or something who knows? but he gets he gets he gets back to his apartment and he finally loads up his uh his the disc that says wait 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 wait, wait
0: wait no yeah. no first oh my god dude I'm, I'm okay yeah. I'm here for all of the in betweens. <laughs>
1: yes okay. you sure are
0: <laughs> because first he does okay so he does run home but then he falls asleep he falls asleep and then he has dream. <laughs> yeah because the next scene that we see he's making out with his wife in the dream that we've seen all these many times already before mm-hmm. and then oh god the army man comes in to shoot her but this time we see that it's frank oh yes that was uh shocking that is some loaded important shit because then he wakes up and he's like, I gotta watch this disc that Micro sent finally after I took this nap. After I rushed into this nap. I gotta go to sleep. Because it was really it was really important. <laughs> go to uh, got process. Uh,
1: now the, okay.
0: Not, a, not enough diner coffee.
1: So we've seen uh we've seen Castle's family be killed in some canon footage right like it was it in his house i don't it was in the park or something no
0: right? it was in the park okay. it was at uh it was at the carousel which i think that we see in uh daredevil too
1: yeah i think you're right there
0: yeah because uh and we'll hear this again later in the episode but he had a family tradition whenever he would come home from being overseas where they would go and have a picnic in the park well that's nice so but you know that's that's where it happened so it's not nice anymore
1: that's what happens when you talk about yourself
0: question where do you get the laptop
1: hey good question uh i don't know you gotta assume he's got laptops
0: or something right i don't i don't know Although he does really i lot. was like to maybe he i doing- was like did, did micro provide the laptop that would also make a lot of sense um but where did micro get the laptop he's also in hiding hey, you know be- or-
1: better question where do you get a fucking laptop with a cd drive anymore honestly
0: dude i know. not well now this was made a couple of years ago i don't know when cd drives went out of out of vogue does your Chromebook have a cd drive um i'm checking right now because i don't know it does not Which is not surprising because it doesn't have very much. I had to burn a
1: DVD for my friend's grandparents, for Alex's grandparents in one of his plays. And it took me like two
0: days to figure out how to do it anymore. Did you have to get an external thing?
1: No, I had a a drive into that computer. It's just there's like the software, which is like
0: not, oh it was impossibly
1: God. hard to find for some reason with my operating. Anyway, it was dumb.
0: Wait, I just want to tell a quick story about the Apple Store. <laughs>
1: yes, please hit me. <laughs>
0: hey, wait. Also, does the
1: Punisher go to an Apple Store at some point? I
0: don't think so, but I hope okay. so. <laughs> All
1: right, fine. Okay, go watch. on. <laughs> I
0: don't remember. I don't remember. Um, okay. So the last time I went to an Apple store was probably six years ago to get my most recent laptop before the Chromebook mm-hmm. of terror. Um, and uh, and they asked me, they were like, well, you know, for an additional $90, you could get this external CD player. Because I was like, how am I going to watch my DVDs? And the oh. person looked at me <laughs> like I was a fucking nightmare. They did, he, were like, did
1: he give you the look uh, I'm giving you right now? <laughs>
0: yeah of course they did i didn't know i didn't know what we were in for <laughs> i was like i was still burning cds i was living a blissful life before spotify and all of these web streaming sites i need to watch a
1: blade runner on two discs
0: but i was so pissed when they were like oh well for an additional this much money i was like what do you think i am made of money i'm 21 years old standing in an apple store i'm learning <laughs> about my cds <laughs> like I'm I really can't afford it. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. I didn't I didn't get the CD drive. I didn't get any of that. We're good. Micros, Micros
1: must have sent him a, a CD attachment.
0: No, it was a physical disc. Alright, okay, fine. We saw the disc. We <laughs> okay, saw its glistening right, okay. silver sheen.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: Okay. All right, but he watches it. And Donnie, what is on the disc?
1: uh a so it is a bunch of guys um standing around in a uh night vision terrorist room basically uh and they're holding a dude a guy is like being hung by his wrists you know and his and his feet are like professionally just inches off the ground if that just like enough for him to be hanging um it's kind of like the darkest version of when Aquaman went to see his brother and they had him chained up and they were holding him back. It's like that, but not at all whimsical. And uh not and whimsical in- <laughs> yeah. and they're and they're interrogating this guy about uh stuff that he knows, things in foreign language, and then eventually they he they decide to execute him and who should pull the trigger but obviously Frank Castle, even though now, his entire face is covered.
0: <laughs> here's the question. Is it mm-hmm. obviously Frank Castle?
1: I thought it was, uh, yeah, and I, I don't, and very I very... don't
0: ask that in a way of like I know things because I I genuinely don't remember. Um, but I, thought, I did I... have a thought, like I mm-hmm. felt like it could be. I mean, and maybe I am just reeling off of like Game of Thrones related content where I am like, nothing is what it seems. Um, Why did something happen on Game of Thrones? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no but i but i did have this thought of like well maybe we're supposed to think it's castle and it's not but i really can't remember so
1: yeah i feel like it's got to be castle it's probably him although his memory's all over the place today so who knows
0: but it makes Uh, him very angry to witness mm -hmm, and he closes the laptop really quickly he smashes his lamp on the floor Uh uh-huh um Oh, and I gotta
1: say this also. I feel like the decorators of this show are doing the Lord's work with all, with all of these very illustrative uh, living rooms that they're doing. You you find out so much about everybody by how they decorate their house, which so is so true. wild.
0: Yeah, no, it's amazing, and I think that they spend a lot of time letting you see that in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but yeah. look where we are. Anyway, so he's uh, he's very upset. And then presumably goes back to sleep.
1: Yeah, I guess he
0: does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He knows his body. Maybe it's like, I need to sleep for exactly two (laughs) hours. i I get my punch back.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is just like a a soldier thing that we don't understand about. Who knows? Being ready for everything. Um, So, but then the next time we see him, he is leaving his place and this is cool because it's the first time that we really see how we see it through the eyes of micro we see what Mm -hmm. micro is seeing so it's a lot of different camera shots of like different uh surveillance cameras um as frank is just making his way through and he is on his way to our boy curtis and what does he tell curtis Don?
1: uh oh so so yeah he goes and sees curtis and he's like hey curtis did i
0: kill my family do i you yeah. know curtis is like and- no frank
1: <laughs> no frank i wasn't there but probably not uh and frank's like okay okay probably not okay <laughs> Like, yeah. he does not seem convinced that he didn't kill his family um which is a uh, which is a which is a fun which is a fun spin on this, I think. A little bit, you yeah. Know? There's a lot of there's a lot of did he kill the right people in this episode, which I appreciate. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. I mean, but this is also an important scene because it's the first time that we hear uh, the name Kandahar, which is uh-huh. okay. which is the place where he did some stuff, apparently some, some bad stuff. And then we later will find out that it is also the place that is Madani's focus that she should not be focusing on anymore.
1: Yes, because the person she might be looking for is
0: him. Yeah. But he's dead, so she doesn't know she's that he's that she's looking for him yet. Remember Madani? Hey, remember Madonna? Because then we launch into <laughs> mm-hmm. Madonna moments, which is all about Madonna. So Is this where we get to the Madonna training sequence? Um, not yet. This is where we get to uh, she's like having a conversation with the guy that she is the superior to that she doesn't like very much. And then mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to keep doing this anyway, because fuck what my boss says. And then she goes up to hit her boss, Carson Wolf, and she's like, hey, uh, there is this training thing that I want to do so I can show you how competent of a person I am. And it just so happens to be run by our future dear friend, Billy Russo, who was also a part of the group that Frank was a part of when he was overseas. Yes,
1: I'm very excited about him.
0: So a lot of minimal, minimal stuff happens. But a lot of stuff is the groundwork is laid for a lot in that moment.
1: Yeah. And, so. we'll, and, and we'll get to that guy.
0: Uh, oh, Billy.
1: We'll oh, Billy. That Billy. That Billy. Uh, look at me trying to read this bullshit description. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: No, then I'm ready. I'm here. Okay, great. Okay. Karen. <laughs> Karen. Karen from Daredevil. <laughs> Karen Page. Karen Page. Queen of okay. the Andals. So, uh, just right. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, also. <laughs> gosh, but, uh,
1: Loaded! Here's, here's, the, here's the first of many times that we hear Frank Castle do a voice, I hope. Because <laughs> 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 he is sitting there just in basically his normal clothes plus a, like a Thor Ragnarok-style blanket disguise. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, Benny, for your thoughts, ma'am! Or whatever. he LAUGHTER <laughs> and and and, Car- and karen karen working class lady but believes in the people turns around and gives him his pennies or whatever and then he's like and then he stands up and he's like by the way and he pulls his jacket open and what's he wearing like, a giant skull <laughs> and a t-shirt it's the punisher he's here back in your first now
0: oh god um well, I would like to take the opportunity to do an impression of what I, he really says, <laughs> while still fully ensconced by the blanket.
1: Oh, um, you know what? Actually, uh, actually, we, we I actually pulled an audio clip of it, so I'm just going to play this audio clip that I pulled from the thing, and click.
0: Thanks, guys! <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
1: that's, so, that's so, Wait, let that's me so try, weird. Let me try it again. <laughs> that's, that's so weird, this audio clip uh, glitched out. I'm just going to Pull it again. Okay, it's it's loaded back in. I'm just gonna go again. Okay, click. Thanks, Kern. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, what a charmer that uh, John Byrne. You know, really nailing this this New York street banter that he does. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh so Karen Page as we recall is from the television show uh internet broadcast ugh, the Netflix show Daredevil uh where she played Daredevil's uh assistant Karen Page. And, par- and partner and love interest for a time Karen Page. Um we like Karen Page and she's an excellent dungeon master in real life so thumbs up to her. Yeah, big fan. What's her name? Oh, fuck. We gotta get better at this. I know. Uh, this keeps happening.
0: <laughs> All of the people that we love, we we ignore.
1: We ignore everyone we love.
0: Um Hold on, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Deborah Ann Wall. You're so fast. Deborah yeah. Ann well, I, Wall. Thank you. I just needed a little reminder.
1: Thank you, Deborah Ann Wall. We'd love to have you on the show.
0: Yeah, please.
1: <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry. Uh,
0: That's our new catchphrase.
1: So, Punisher talks to Karen Page. What about?
0: Uh, Well, he is like, can we go somewhere? And she's like, yes, let me bring you back to my sick-ass apartment that's full of books, which you can tell (laughs) a lot of here's a lot about (laughs) me. Uh, Just by being in my living room, I am laid back. I I am revealed. I'm extremely (laughs) intelligent because I have a lot of books that are Mm -hmm. all on a pretty hip bookshelf and i always have beer on hand
1: yeah she, she she drinks that beer
0: yo i like i never have beer on hand if I have beer in the fridge and I'm at my house, then I'm gonna drink it. You know, you just have
1: to keep buying beer if you're gonna buy a beer. That's what I like about liquor. You know, you just buy one time, use whatever. But beer, you gotta buy. You know, I know.
0: well, Karen buys it because she's always waiting for the Punisher to come back. Maybe she
1: has a she has a personal relationship with the owner of the bodega downstairs, and so she sort of just keeps uh, going. I believe that because she's so
0: nice and she has a <laughs> she has a loving relationship with everyone. Everyone's like, "Damn, you're so kind. Have this free beer."
1: Which is why it's very uh, controversial for Karen when the Punisher asks her to help him find someone. Wait, um, we're
0: brushing over the fact that she makes a hipster joke, too.
1: Yes, and he, uh, he says that he could... Uh, he asked if he could pull off the man bun, and I found the whole thing very off-putting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay. All right. But, um, so, first... He asks her if he, I mean, he does the same thing that he did with Curtis. He's like, look, someone knows I'm alive. And there are very few people that do. You're one of them. Did you perchance say anything? And I really like this scene because, and the Curtis one, because it is really clear that despite all of the violence that the Punisher puts forth he never really puts it forth towards people that he loves even when he is possibly suspecting them of doing him wrong in this way you know like with Mm -hmm. both Curtis and Karen he was like really tender about he's like I I don't I'm not saying that you did this but did you do this because if you did it's okay but I need to know because someone's someone knows I'm alive and you knew yeah
1: he's uh, he just he's, he's he's he can't quite trust anybody this guy right
0: but he will but he still shows caring for the people that he does trust as much as he can and we like him for it we do that's right donnie we do like him for it
1: uh and that's the collective we you know it's not anybody on this show maybe uh,
0: ooh, someone's softening up I know. Yeah, we'll see we'll see okay and what happens next um, so then he gives her flowers and she's like, You got me flowers. And he's like, Can you put them in the window if you find out anything?
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, and oh, you're man. like, Damn it, Frank. Damn it, Frank. Uh, also, yeah, I really like that Karen never. So he asked Karen to help her find someone. Which would inevitably lead, probably, to the death of whoever she's searching for. And she still agrees to do it, even though you can read all over her face that she knows she'll be like an accomplice to a crazy murder if she does do yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but Karen, I mean, we've known this about Karen since Daredevil. She loves to be where the action is at. And she, I feel like she trusts that in his heart of hearts, Frank is. Frank can pick his battles, you know, he's mm-hmm. not looking. And she makes that clear. She's like, I'm not going to help you find someone if you're going to. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the next scene. <laughs> with, that, with that great location. Okay.
0: Anyway, but I feel, you know, but Karen, Karen likes to. She likes to be where the action's at. She's a journalist, you know, she's like, get me that story. Well, and she hasn't said that she, she hasn't
1: uh, necessarily. She still has a chance to pull back. You know, if she she finds out about who this person is, she's not into it. She can still pull back from here. But I like I like her professionalism when it comes to this sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. so then the next scene that we have is uh, we are in Karen's office. We see her in her bustling journalist job. And she is having a conversation <laughs> with her boss, Ellison, who is like a serious David Cross with a beard. Yeah. Big David Cross energy. Also, yeah.
1: I uh can I get like any Spider Man reference at all, guys, with your newspaper? Like like you got whiteboards everywhere and there's yeah. no like no. Spider Man names on it. You can't have one of those random reporters. I don't know. I'm just like, come come on, guys, it'd be so easy. No, um, Spider
0: Man's too serious. Or er, Spider Man's too serious. Spider-Man's too fun for this. Although, as we found out yet. in the last episode...
1: Punisher is a Spider-Man
0: character. Punisher is a Spider-Man <laughs> character. So you're right. There's actually no excuse. And we're very upset at you, Netflix. Uh, Get your shit together.
1: The yeah. fans revolt. Uh, but also, when I got very mad about this while I was watching it, I did Google, hey, what's up with the <laughs> Spider-Man? And apparently in defenders there's a whiteboard where they reference a guy named dr elias wortham uh and uh and this is in reference to a guy named cardiac which i only bring up because apparently in the in the early 90s when like the comic book boom started with all that liefield looking everybody's got pockets and muscles garbage Mm -hmm. that i love uh uh everybody tried so marvel and comic shops tried to convince everybody that this guy cardiac was going to be the next punisher Uh, and that his uh and then that his appearances would be worth a fortune and uh libby if you direct your attention to facebook i will send you a picture of this guy who they thought was going to be the next punisher.
0: Okay, only Are if you, you check uh, your phone and look at my picture of my Chris that I sent you like ages ago.
1: Okay, deal. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Please pause for this moment of technology.
1: A little look behind the curtain here. Oh my god, my I, like <laughs> I know <isn't> it's <laughs> really terrible. <laughs> There's some self-hating nerds at Marvel Comics, I tell you. Oh god. This guy's is... What does he look like? Cardiac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can you even begin to describe um, this guy? I would
0: describe him as what a uh, humanoid cardiac arrest would look like inside a person's body. <laughs> um, he is, a, I mean, he's a picture on a computer screen, so I imagine that he's very small. <laughs> small enough to fit in the or, cavities yeah. of your chest. Um, but he's wearing some sort of. Black jumpsuit with uh, with heart monitor ratings it's, along it's the side. It's my only heart monitor. No, themed, it's yes. definitely <laughs> heart monitor themed. Um, and then uh, just like some big white sort of like wrestling style armor outside of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can you can picture it, folks. You get it. I just oh. I'm like getting really close to my screen right now so that I can put those like, like pill packs.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those are those 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 Marvel pouches I was talking about before.
0: Terrible.
1: They'd be everywhere. Okay. Well, who knows what's in those? Anyway, there's a heart attack thing, bad guy out there. What's up, Marvel? We'll post (laughs) that on our Instagram as well. We'll post that on our Instagram. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, so, what Anyway, next? okay. So, um, so Karen's like, Oh, Ellison, my boss, David Cross, um, <laughs> where did you like, did you ever potentially get an article about this dude that may have been like an IT guy who may have been sort of important but then died? And, and Ellison's like, Why are you asking that, Karen? And she's like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> why are you asking that Karen he's <laughs> <all the> people. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like and, you know she's like I don't know and he's like well that's a good enough answer for me as a matter of fact I do know what you're talking about <laughs> But but that cad Carson Wolf came in here and he shut it down. (laughs) And Karen's like, "So you mean it's true?" And he's like, "I don't know what that means, but I have the article somewhere in my office." And we're like,
1: (laughs) "I just picture him like Bilbo Bagginsing, like like he's like, it's here in my pocket."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Wait,
1: (laughs) this is stupid show. It happens.
0: Quite cool. (laughs) okay so Mm -hmm. carson wolf let's just remind everybody is madani's boss right so now we've got a thread there's a connection Mm -hmm. yeah we don't like him
1: he's the the guy with the really extreme beard
0: which is so surprising because his name is carson wolf
1: yeah i guess he's supposed to look like a wolf
0: or Wolf Blitzer
1: at the very least. That was
0: sarcasm, because obviously he's a fucking bad guy. Carson Wolf is like such a bad guy name. There are good wolves, like. Uh great job. Oh, all the stuff. Yeah, but are there good Carsons?
1: That's a good point. Delicious. Uh, okay. And now does she go to the fun training exercise?
0: Nope. Duh. Not yet. Okay. not Because first because first we have to meet Micros family.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, this is the good stuff here. I loved this. Punisher totally flips the table on this
0: guy. Oh, I know. Well, not yet, because then we go to Anvil. But first, Mike Rose is watching his family. So we meet them. We've got Zach. Leo? Leo, yeah. I understand
1: the subtitles. Leo, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I also had the subtitles on. Um, And his wife, Sarah, who is beautiful. His family is beautiful. They are contending with life without him and it is bittersweet. Okay. But then we go to Anvil. hmm
1: Oh, also before we go to Anvil, um, <laughs> I I really liked uh, I really liked the way they were talking about mourning in this you know i hope this is something that the punisher really gets into is like like how you're supposed to handle day-to-day life like doubt like a conversation like because she gets mad at her son because her son's like dad would have let me listen to this or watch mm-hmm. this or whatever and she's like hey you're not supposed to use your dead dad as a conversational chip. yeah yet, you know? right
0: especially uh, like a year out of losing him well yeah but like at the same time it's
1: like my uh, my dad died spoilers everybody but like after that it was pretty easy to start joking about it like immediately just because like it's it's like basically the only thing that's happening to you right then you know Uh, Mm -hmm. and so and and um that's sort of all you can talk about anyways and it's like always fun to make people uncomfortable i guess but but um i i i really appreciated that little bit of realism with uh with all this mourning talk they're doing. And I hope they do yeah. that more since this show's basically about mourning anyways. Oh, definitely.
0: Um, well and it's also it also sets up this dichotomy or I don't know if dichotomy is the right word, but it you know, the this is sort of the role reversal. Like in Micros situation, his family is still alive and he's the one that's dead. And in Frank's situation, his family's all dead and he's the one that's still alive. So it's kind of I don't know, they're kind of mirrored mirror images of each other yeah yeah. that is true i like that but i Um. think that that comes into play because i think that that uh that sets the groundwork for a lot of their relationship the way that they understand each other the way that they at first at least before they kind of spoilers start to bond a little bit uh feel about each other because frank's like fuck you you still have a family and Mm -hmm. you're putting them in danger my family got killed spoilers I
1: was wondering if his wife knew when she like looked straight into what we eventually see as a family picture of them, uh, which I thought would be a very interesting take if she did know, but had to keep mom about it or whatever, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's not what they did. But, uh, but it's, 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 it's very good.
0: Right. Totally true. So, uh,
1: now we get finally to.
0: Billy. Well, first, first we have to watch Madani train, but she's very good at it, obviously.
1: She's great. She's super good. Uh we don't quite know what's happening. We see a SWAT team burst into an apartment and just shoot everyone. so so and then eventually they get to a room and somebody runs at them. And I did not quite understand what happened here.
0: Her uh her bumbling counterpart shot the hostage. I mean fake shot the hostage in like, okay. a scenario. The one but- that ran at them? the one that ran at them was allegedly, he was supposed to be like a a panicking hostage who is just like, the door is open, I'm going to run. So he sucks, but... He is uh, not as good at his job as Madani is because she waited and then shot the one person with the gun.
1: But who should come up to console her partner for his bad performance but another super hot man? Billy Russo! Billy Russo, who apparently runs Anvil in the theme of uh, hammer and sword and, of course, shield. And uh, and he says, hey, man, everybody shoots everybody on the job, so don't worry about it. <laughs> can't, can't win them
0: all. Sometimes you kill an innocent person.
1: I did like that he was like, hey, man, uh, getting through this whole thing with only one casualty, that's fine by me. And I'm like, so he's the only dude who killed anyone? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Well, he's the only dude who killed any innocent person.
1: I see. Yes. Good point. Good point.
0: Madani uh, never uh, misses remarks. And they're always perfectly ethical. So she kind of hits it off with Billy Russo, though, huh? Well, because obviously he's a babe and he's huge babe, very charming. He's like, let me talk it to you straight. I know about combat. So do you. That's cool. Let's let's talk more but then carson no
1: no no talking i'm carson wolf you're (laughs) a boss and i don't want anyone to have any fun ever i bet he's like hey
0: can't work all the time right how about we go to this bar i bet you can talk
1: about whatever you want off duty huh
0: (laughs) that's so funny i can we'll go we'll go yeah and
1: he also he also offered billy russo to come by and see their operation. It seemed like Billy Russo was humoring him a well, little bit about who was in charge there. Yes.
0: I also think, though, that Billy is trying, he's obviously trying to get his company to catch on. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh shit. He says to Madani, he's like, oh, if we could get a government agency working with us, that would be very good for business. Um, you know, but he's like, oh, Madani's a babe. I should ask her out. And Madonna's like, oh, this dude probably knows some things that I can take from him. So I will agree. Let's go to this bar.
1: Very strategic. But they have a natural chemistry that I very much like.
0: They do. They do. It's undeniable. And it's because it's partially because they're both extremely it's Very attractive. beautiful people. you are just like, oh, wow, this is a lot of beauty on a screen for me.
1: Now, I did look up Anvil. And which did lead me to Billy Russo's eventual fate.
0: Oh no! Yeah, I mean, I knew, he was, oh, I, knew he was, shit. I knew he was
1: coming. I just didn't
0: know his oh, name. Oh god! No, Johnny. I was literally while I was in the bathroom, I was just thinking about how I'm really excited to talk to you about Billy Russo, and then I was really excited for you to experience the trajectory of Billy Russo. That is my bad. Damn it! That
1: is my bad. But it's okay. Hey. Everyone else, don't look it up. Don't look it up, don't, everyone. Go on this journey. Don't with research. Tweet her. Don't research
0: Billy Russo.
1: <laughs> Slide into her DMs with your progress on the Billy Russo arc. Thank you.
0: I appreciate it. Um, I, I remember the days when Billy was just an attractive man <laughs> with a military company. <laughs> I don't know what they do
1: there. <laughs> but then he was exposed to the X-Gene, and he became... <laughs> <laughs> uh so then we meet up with uh karen and the punisher again they're at a very cool uh hudson based location looking at manhattan um which i guess means they're in jersey um and uh i i want i want them to go on so many dates Libby. i want them to go on those like good marvel netflix dates that they do so well i want i'm like shipping these two so bad
0: i know uh, i know well, unfortunately, I feel like the closest... Actually, I don't remember, but I feel like the closest we get to a uh, Frank Karen date is him very not-so-casually approaching her <laughs> by leaning on the bench next to the bench she's sitting on before making his way to sit down next to her.
1: Well, oh, I'm very excited about that.
0: He's like, hey, I didn't bring you flowers this time because you don't have a window to put them in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what to do outside of your apartment. It's like, I don't know anything about you.
0: But I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me? Uh,
1: and so Karen gives him the file. Is that true? She does this?
0: Um. Well, first she, in her true Karen fashion, tries to vet him to see what exactly it is that he is planning to do. She's like, okay, look, I have this information. I'm not going to give it to you. If you're going to kill someone that doesn't deserve it. And yeah. he's like, I just need to know who this person is.
1: I don't kill everybody, Karen.
0: Yeah. He's like, if he, he says something that I think is actually important to the, the overall understanding of the punisher in general, he's like, he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. okay. really Comforting stuff. Frank. <laughs> um, Frank. Anyway.
1: The Castle.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's good enough for Karen. She's like, okay, you're not going to kill him. Probably, because I don't think he did anything bad. His name is David Lieberman, and he is Micro. And we find out now, so who is Micro? Micro is a former government worker who was trying to be, like, a Deep Throat-esque player in... A Life. shadow man, yes. He was trying he was trying to get some information out there that the government didn't want him to get out there. Mm-hmm. And as far as everybody is concerned, including his family, who we recently met, he was murdered for it.
1: Now is he a whistleblower archetype, do you think?
0: Yeah, he's a whistleblower archetype. He was because that that's what we sort of found out in the conversation between Karen and Ellison, her boss, was like, Oh, this guy had this information, but there was no way to prove it because his source, who was in the government, aka David Lieberman, aka Micro, was choosing to remain anonymous and not able to provide that information he was just like no like trust me on this and then carson wolf came in and shut it down okay Mm -hmm. so he pissed off the wrong people and now he is forever in hiding a ghost much like our dear frank castle
1: but he's allowed to learn that maybe he underestimated frank castle. Well, when, naturally. When his wife hits him hits frank castle with a car,
0: which is just so charming. Like, okay, I know. <laughs> what I know. That's such a really cute. I know that frank is a person that we have seen do a lot of really terrible things, but again, like in all of the flashbacks with his family, you know that he's loved, you know that he's got tenderness. You see the way he interacts with Curtis and with Karen. You're like, he's a good guy. Frank's a good guy. So when he gets hit by Sarah Lieberman's car and she's all flustered and he's like, it's okay. You're like, (laughs) oh, damn. You're charming. He's a fucking charismatic dude.
1: One thing that surprised me about the scene, one thing that didn't surprise me about the scene. One thing that surprised me about the scene is I'm surprised that he had a blood packet and didn't have a razor blade that he just cut his head open with. Yeah, yeah. Number two, I just love thinking about Frank, like, at home in his apartment. He's like, okay, step one, I get the buy a car. I'll <laughs> take it, it's fine. <laughs> so then she invites him inside. Obviously, you gotta. After Which you one should? I, I,
0: I mean, I don't know if I would do that. He's still a stranger. I would maybe bring him coffee outside. Hey,
1: this there's a there's a bunch of uh, moments in this in these coming scenes that my favorite murder would never allow to happen. This is a. I know. <laughs> you
0: know? All right. again, but I think that this just really speaks to his level of charisma. You're just like, damn, he seems extremely trustworthy, and like he would protect me from a dangerous situation rather than create one. So. Come inside for a cup of coffee.
1: And so he, did, but then Micros sees that. Micros Punisher. is flipping out. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't he? Like, he sees that the Punisher just showed up to his family's house. Like, what
0: the fuck is this? But I did write, uh, David, well, no, I mean, this is a former note, David Lieberman is Micros, and he has the ultimate lair? Question mark, question mark, question A convenient eight minute drive from his
1: family's house, because he is there very quickly
0: i like his lair i if i had a if i had to be in hiding in a lair that couldn't have sunlight i think i'd pick that one
1: no it's a good one i like it also uh looks exactly like flash's lair from justice league it um, does uh huh. like it, like exactly but I, that's sort of the nature of the beast isn't it
0: yeah i mean Micros probably really loves flash too yeah <laughs> that's that he had that he's in a, mind He's a
1: Snyder cut truther for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. <coughs> so and then, uh, so then, uh, they do a bunch of uh, charming talking about dead families and stuff. Um. And she is like, she's up for a second talking about getting back to the morning thing. She's for a second talking about her her husband as though he's still alive, and then switches to, "Ugh, I'm sorry, this sucks. He's dead. And here we are." Uh, and i really enjoyed that also about how like conversationally inconvenient it is for your loved ones to be dead yeah you know because mm-hmm. uh, you because you do do a lot of lying you like you never know if anybody's in that like golden age where their whole family is alive or whatever right uh and uh and i and i really liked the them getting to, to bond over that sort of stuff here
0: yeah and just to show i mean i think that there is this like i mean especially from microsoft's end well he hasn't really detached the character of Frank from the character of the Punisher yet. Um, Mm -hmm. If he, if he ever does, which spoilers, I don't know. Um, But you know, he's, he's not looking at it like, Oh, there's a strange man in my wife's home talking to her in like a, what if they become attracted to each other way? It's like, Oh, it's the Punisher and he's dangerous. But you know, I feel like, there is this sort of illusion of like, oh, she invites him inside because he's charming and cute and it's you know, it's been a year and maybe she's just like lonely and what have you. But then as soon as she starts talking about her husband admitting the fact that he's passed away, uh, and she just like breaks down, then you're like, oh you take a moment and you're like, okay, cool. This is this yeah. is like not gonna be a weird thing
1: a weird thing no it's a genuine it's a genuine tension,
0: thing like i because i remember, I remember can... having a little bit of pause about that i was like ew is there supposed to be some sort of like romantic tension here that is not warranted no not at all
1: and it, and i like that it's also like these are the only kinds of genuine interactions he can have right know? yeah um, just get, getting back to karen for a second he tries the, the punisher persona on her for a second and it clearly just makes her sad yeah yeah
0: with the idea of going full man bun.
1: Micros grabs a gun and rushes to his house and it's like, am I going to go in there? Am I going to go fight the Punisher? Am I going to go reveal to my family that I'm alive? And then the Punisher comes right outside. And so they say their goodbyes, but her garage is broken.
0: I love this part because this is so Frank. This is why we love Frank.
1: Yeah, this is why we love Frank. Her sh- so she tries to close her garage door. It's broken. And she in like, oh, what a day I've had frustration, like punches her steering wheel and it honks. And Frank notices and turns around. She's like, don't look at me. We're fine. <laughs> I think
0: like it's okay.
1: I have to get to Target.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he's like, do you have some tools? I can fix it. I could try. And you're like, God damn it, Frank. (laughs) You're a cold-blooded killer, but also, please fix this lady's garage, because that's a really nice thing to do.
1: He puts on a tool belt, and all the wrenches in the tool belt sort of, like, make skull teeth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird how that happens. so weird, yeah. Um, Every time.
1: But he does fix her door, as far as I know, and then Micros retreats in a alright, he's not gonna do anything, sort of way. Yeah. Um, Which I would not have, because that would have been a perfect trap, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think, and again, this is probably just because I'm biased and I know the trajectory of the situation, but I feel like maybe it was the first inkling of like, okay, maybe this guy isn't the person that I am assuming him to be moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. But
0: he still immediately goes back and is like, back to my 16 computers. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, really. uh And then the next scene has a terrible character death in it, uh which is Frank's good hair. Uh, it's the uh, uh,
0: R.I.P. R.I.P. Beard Frank.
1: R.I.P. Good looking Beard Frank. Uh, we miss you already. Never again may you influence the comic books. I guess and we'll just have this dumb skinhead Punisher forever. um No, I shouldn't say that. He's not a skinhead.
0: No, he's got a full head of hair. Well.
1: he's got got a he's got a a grazing of hair i wouldn't say a full head of hair
0: he's got a a whisper
1: (laughs) yeah he's got a whisper of hair um which is good because uh because you're gonna be needing to wear a a tight mask in this next scene well uh, where we get to
0: but i think no, no, no 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 before we get to that i think that it's of note so he packs up his entire bag of Mm -hmm. stuff from his tiny room and then he walks out of the building and he fakes a limp question mark question mark
1: yes okay
0: mm-hmm. and the reason that he does so as we find out is because micro has a gate watcher <laughs> like yeah from,
1: it detects your your movement style Is and that that's how you can i mean
0: is that a real thing like i'm sure I. it's it gonna be, be right it it's be. just
1: It's gotta be how they do it.
0: I was like, 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 really? Like, I've never thought very much about my gait or yours, Donnie. I don't know. Or anyone's. Yeah. But can somebody really distinguish who I am in a crowd by my gait?
1: I better hope I'm not wearing those uh, big fry motorcycle boots, because I'll have a whole different (laughs) walking vibe if I'm doing that, you know? Oh,
0: shit. Now, I mean, it made me feel like I should be faking limp everywhere, because who knows what's who this knows who's watching. watching
1: your walking data points? Yeah. trying to
0: get you anyway. That's just a uh, side point. Anybody who knows anything about gate recognition, hit us up, tweet us. We're curious tweet us if you work in
1: gates. we uh, yeah.
0: very, very interested. G A I T, um, please gates. Other gates need not apply.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Thank you for your service, though. And then we get another extremely informative architectural scene where we see uh, the the boss cop. What's his name? Carson, Carlos
0: Danger. Carson Wolf, a.k.a. Carlos
1: Danger. <laughs> Carson Wolf comes home to his gray ass apartment. He goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does that, he turns on the Fallout soundtrack, and then he goes <laughs> to the kitchen uh, to uh, to set up a refrigerator reveal shot. Okay, hold on. Uh,
0: Before we go any further, can I just say that I really appreciate the soundtrack in this moment? Um, I don't feel... I mean, I know we're only two episodes in, but I, I don't feel like I consciously appreciate the Punisher soundtrack on a regular basis, but... I but this time around, it made me think of. Did have you seen Us yet? Yes. So the way that the soundtrack is used in Us, in every moment, is so perfect. You know, but but like, but certain scenes, um, you know, the the song that's playing is such a juxtaposition to what, should, what is actually happening, and that is the first thing that I thought of while watching this scene. Because it's the song "Ain't That a Kick in the Head," and the dude gets keeps getting kicked in the head. <laughs> you know, I'm like okay, at one point it just like, like at one point it just perfectly lines up, and I was like,
1: the guy wants to be her lover and gets with her friends immediately. <laughs>
0: No, but like there was literally a perfect moment where it's saying "ain't that a kick in the head," and he gets kicked in the head, and I was like, "this is art."
1: This is just yeah, sound. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, But but I think uh, I also I appreciate the Punisher soundtrack because. By all rights, there shouldn't be one. There's like no music that necessarily associates with Frank Castle, I feel like. Except for something like... Yes, exactly. And I feel like if this were made at any other period of what we think about superheroes and the Punisher or whatever, it just would have been like butt rock and like heavy stuff and like... What the fuck is butt rock? It's like, it's like just like rocky rock. I've heard a lot of people use the phrase. You know, it's like very like have to look forward it up. driven. Yeah, look it up. Um but hmm. um but just like, you know, like our intro in the first episode, you know? Like, oh that's fr- like, like
0: sad dad rock? Like uh Mad Kid. Like what our like friend like what our friends used to play on the guitar in high school. Yes. <laughs> I'm, yes I'm holding yeah, holding is. shout outs on the tip of my tongue. I assume you can Talk about whatever you like, off-duty. So yeah, he gets into this guy's house. He, uh, well, so Carsonwell fixes himself a stiff drink and turns on his favorite tune. Uh, his favorite <laughs> tune? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> From Mad Dog Radio, playing all your post apocalyptic hits. <laughs> and
0: then, oh, he closes the fridge, and who is there but our dear friend, the Punisher, wearing, um, Punisher. wearing a mask that is conveniently, uh, cooler because he no longer has facial hair which we'll find out later um yeah
1: but big bummer everybody
0: so in this moment i i wrote it's great watching a fight between two experienced fighters who are trained the same way (laughs) yeah i just wrote this guy is very competent (laughs) (laughs) well no i mean think about it they're both you know they're both like ex-military probably um i don't know curse and wolf's backstory but i assume uh I assume military. Yeah, and,
1: and I, I do also feel there is some bureaucratic fantasy here, where it's like, no, I mean, I, I'm on a desk now, but I still got it. I can fight the Punisher yeah, if he yeah, surprise no, me in my
0: home. Totally. You know, he's got a fucking gym in his basement where he does crunches every night. Um, yeah, and more. He's <laughs> anyway. Joking
1: about him jerking off in his basement on our Punisher podcast. No, he's
0: doing crunches and more and more. like weightlifting. I don't know uh-huh okay cool Ew. Whatever. Ew. whatever I don't ever want to think about Carson Wolf
1: jerking so- and I've already made him Bright <laughs> uh- <ooh>. Castle <laughs> rudely interrupts this guy's almost whack job Continue, <laughs> let me.
0: until it turns into a whack job oh boy <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm working here. What else is there? Where can we go?
0: <laughs> oh god. The wolf whack. Anyway. Oh boy. <laughs> this. this is devolving. Through. This is a bad podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, you literally I just clapped. <laughs> I just spontaneously like, clap my hands. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Um Well, kind of on topic, he does tie this guy up with a tie, which is very sexy kind it of. It is, except. Well very stupid also.
0: Sort of except. So mm-hmm. here's the here's the deal. Okay, so yeah. let's okay. let's take it, it let's take it step by step. So uh-huh. next time we see them, uh Carson Wolf is tied up, his hands are tied in a tie that looks mm-hmm. expertly tied. You know, it's not your average tie knot. Um, mm-hmm. But he's obviously working it. He's like, I'm going to get out of this. I'm a fucking expertise. Are zip ties expensive? Um, I think that he was just working with what he had. Frank, yeah, Frank's not going to go out and buy a zip tie. He lives in a garbage bag. And Carson's like, listen torture doesn't work i've been there i was at guantanamo mm-hmm. we're like okay carson we already don't like you
1: but then frank decides to be like oh we'll see what you know and he shoots him in the leg um a move that has no consequences <laughs> on his physical abilities yeah
0: well it's just to cause him pain because he's like okay yeah he
1: can walk around with that gunshot. shot it's fine see, no it.
0: but i mean okay we're gonna find out how masterful this plan is though because you're like okay cool he shoots him in the leg great job Frank meanwhile the guy is Mm -hmm. doing hand hand magic Jacob's ladder behind the uh, behind the chair to undo himself from the tie tie
1: somehow manages to undo the the thick coarse fabric of a silk tie
0: okay but I think that before beforehand we so Frank's like what does Lieberman know? And the, and uh, Carson's like, Lieberman was telling secrets, so you know that whatever Lieberman was telling was true. So yeah. I think that that's a very important moment. But he also thinks he's got the upper hand in the situation. Um, and okay, this is a name that keeps reappearing in this episode that I am not familiar with thus far. shuvner
1: uh, uh-huh scoon shoo, over Oh yeah, it was like shoo it was like scoon was scoon over. Scoon over.
0: Scoon over.
1: Yeah, Very funny name. scoon
0: over with like 4 o's. over. So, I feel like uh we got to put that name in our pocket for later. Uh um, later, yes. But we'll remember him. Because apparently he's got something going on. But yeah, we're like would Frank would Frank have let this situation happen cuz he escapes from the tie. Yeah,
1: the guy escapes, pulls the gun, grabs Frank's gun out of his pants, uh, and points it at him, and pulls his mask off, and and what do we hear? But we hear someone call him the Punisher.
0: Yeah. Everybody drink! Everyone take a shot! But even, but I mean, he's like, oh shit, (laughs) you know? He's like, you're still alive. Yeah. Genuinely surprised. Yeah, genuine surprise. And, uh, and he goes on to
1: evil guy monologue that uh, somehow he's responsible
0: for Frank's family dying? Yeah. Now, what was this about? Now, uh, so, okay. There's a lot of stuff that was confusing about this part because there's something about heroin from Kandahar the place mm-hmm. that Frank mentioned earlier but the fictional land of Gandahar so it's like there's some drug stuff and like does he know about it and it's not really clear mm-hmm. um but he had the video and Frank is Frank is thinking that like the video is the reason that his family got murdered um is because they found out about this like torture and assassination of this person, I don't know, um, but then Carson Wolf is like, "Oh, we thought you're the one that sent Mike or the video, so then we find so out we that what, all of the reasons that they wanted Frank to be fucked has really nothing to do with anything that Frank had
1: so did so did Frank kill the wrong people? <sighs>
0: I don't think Frank really did anything wrong. I think that Frank is was set up.
1: Sure, sure. Those I, people and, I, killing, and I
0: don't... Et cetera, et cetera. And et cetera. I don't... Well, no. That's not obvious about what I'm saying. But I don't think that... I don't think that Carson Wolf necessarily knows either way. You know? Yeah, I don't think okay. that at this point Frank is a scapegoat for anything. I think that okay. they genuinely think that he had something to do with it. And I, it's still not entirely clear why his family had to be sacrificed for it. But, you know, he says something about it being a diversion. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yeah, I just picture like the warriors gathering of uh, of all the gangs in New York, and they're all like, "We killed Frank's family, all of
0: us." (laughs)
1: Yeah. So he has this giant list of people he needs to kill. Right.
0: No, but I think that this—I mean, the fact that it would stem from a government agency level, I think, kind of narrows the list down a little bit. Sure. Yes. Um. So that's an important moment. Um,
1: so dude's going to have to paint another vest is what I'm
0: hearing. They're going to pay. They may, they may have to, <laughs> someone may have to run into a freshly painted wall. I don't know. Karen's like, Frank, I made you something. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Last game before this is the finale. It's, his it's best paper mission, <laughs> but I I only had acrylics lying around, but I hope it's enough. <laughs> oh my God. That's how I would
0: make anybody a punisher.
1: Yeah shirt. Um, You're
0: like, this is uh, fabric paint. I made you this
1: vest out of gouache. <laughs> 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 gouache joke. Always kills with our kids. Okay,
0: so... Uh, the freaking Punisher. Carson has the gun at Frank's head. Frank is on his knees. All right, that's with that his that hands that behind movie. his head and his eyes are open. And he is like, close your eyes. You'll be with your family soon. Or something. And Frank is just fucking staring down so hard and then he fires the gun and the gun clicks because as Frank says, gun's empty asshole. And then it's awesome. He like jumps up and he grabs the (gasps) dude and he like puts him in a chokehold he's like, just you, me, and the truth now and then snaps his neck. And that's the end of that. And he fucking dies. And he fucking dies. He kills Madani's boss. He kills Madani's boss in moments. In mere moments.
1: Uh, And then, who should we cut to but Madani herself. And she's at a bar. Is it our bar? We don't know. Uh, I don't think it's our
0: bar. I don't think Billy goes to our bar.
1: I would have thought they'd go to a more, like, bro- I have a. I'm a bro with a job style bar, you know. Well, but that, but
0: she, but she comments on that because she's like, "Oh, like you bring women here to impress them mm. or something," and he's like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Like, no, he's like you would see through this because yeah. Madani's a badass bitch, and he's like, I know, I know what you are.
1: This is my favorite bar, 13th Step." <laughs> <laughs> Well, is this what grown ups do? They do shots casually
0: back and forth. I've never done a shot casually. I've never done a I, shot for punctuation. Honestly, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. You and I have done a lot of shots together. Yeah. And I'll take your word for we, it. And we have never done a shot for punctuation.
1: No, never ever. Why would you? literally ever. They're adults at the top of their field though. So maybe they've got like maybe they know about those good shots, you know. They're not doing five shots of anything for $10 down at St. Marks Place, you know. I maybe mean, they got Jeez,
0: I just I don't know. I mean, I didn't see a fucking slice of bacon anywhere. It's like what's the point?
1: <laughs> they must be very drunk.
0: Like what else are they drinking? That wasn't clear to me. Are they drinking beer also?
1: As far as I could tell, they were just slowly taking shots back and forth and then re-upping those shots.
0: Like, what the fuck? Nobody does that. I Like, I'm sorry. Even if you're in the fucking CIA. I
1: wonder what it looks like when Daredevil gets drunk.
0: I don't think he gets drunk. He's too Catholic.
1: Yeah, you got a point there. Um, Maybe he
0: gets drunk on uh, on holy wine.
1: He, like, begrudgingly gets drunk on St. Patrick's Day by himself. Yeah,
0: but then he feels <laughs> bad about it, you know? So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they talk back and forth about what I could not tell you. What are they talking about? <laughs>
0: um. Ugh. So... First first of all mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously I took notes on this. Mm-hmm. Um first of all Billy's like are you that kind of girl that something cuz I stopped listening cuz Yeah, there's you. a lot of that in this game where it's ever, like hey, I know, ever <laughs> do that.
1: <laughs> I know I'm a jerk, but uh
0: you know yeah. you're
1: not you're not the kind of girl who cares about jerks are you <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> which generic category do you fall into again because i really can't read you yeah it's like ew, yeah bye billy very bye but also
1: she but of, also she's, she's kind down for it, down for it. For it, it. You know? yeah, yeah no
0: she's super down for it because she's like oh somebody who understands like the hard the hard scene of the shit that i've witnessed yeah I don't know, so there's like weird flirtation going on, and then uh, and then it becomes clear that she is trying to suss out information about Frank and about what went down in oh God,' how you Kandahar Kandah Kandahar. Um, it's got like Kandahar. <laughs> Kandahar yeah, and he's like, look, you're a cop. I know what you're doing. You're asking me questions. And she's like, yeah, I am. And he says this thing that I think is really interesting Mm -hmm. for all of them. Sure. Soldiers can't question legality or morality in the moment. Cause he says this immediately following this comment of like, Dina, you're a cop. Creates this character understanding of Billy Russo where he feels completely okay with the things that he's done that have not been necessarily legal or moral.
1: But so then she gets a call that uh, she needs to get somewhere ASAP. So she goes to Starbucks and then goes to wherever she's going. Uh, I've well, never.
0: She's had some. She's had some drinks, and I... she and uh, the the lower ranking dude is extremely quick to call her out on it. Yeah, for sure.
1: Also, have you ever used coffee to sober up? I I feel like I've never done that. No, I always use I don't red. Think think I've so ever done that. To do yeah. Like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> the quick
1: enough. I do I do appreciate that she was uh that she was visibly drunk during the scene. I thought that was good. Yeah.
0: I know and it's very very quick to be like no i'm not yeah <laughs> and then she's like what the fuck <laughs> i love and it's really funny because you can see like she leans super close into her yeah. small body uh, you're like oh madonna this is some, what
1: this is some pro drunk acting yeah
0: <laughs> it's
1: just like oh no!" yeah uh and she um, sees her dead ass boss
0: um And we find out that she is now the ranking agent, which is a point for equality.
1: Yes, points, points. Um, Oof, not that.
0: Uh, Does she have like some big fun declaration or do we just cut back to? uh... No, no. She just like looks really close in his face and is like, oh, fuck. And then we cut. And then we cut. Just Frank eating scrambled eggs, which are different from the three eggs over easy that he ate at the start of the episode.
1: So here's a question: He shaved his. He got a big old beard in order to have a secret identity, and then he discarded his secret identity. So is he just publicly Frank Castle now?
0: I mean, I think that he discarded it for a point of intimidation when he went to confront Carson Wolf, Um, and now it's like. I don't know. It's kind of like the mission reignited.
1: Okay. Is the beard come back? Oh, don't Maybe. tell me it does not Don't tell me it I'm does not gonna, it. I'm not going okay, to give
0: you any, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Beard
1: watch 2019. I'm right there with you. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then he's like, Hey, micros, we're going to do this on my terms now. Cause I'm sick of this bullshit. And he uh, orders micros to go to uh, one location, meet him there in 20 minutes. Micro shows up. He's not there. He gets another call. Go to this next location in 20 minutes. Um, And he does this over and over again. And uh, not to to pull this card too many times, listeners, but this is an impossible transit. This guy's making to get anywhere in 20 minutes reliably in New York City. I
0: jotted down, uh, how does he get gas? He's in hiding, you know, like, does he just have like a stockpile or... Or is he He, okay to be in certain places? He
1: does go out in his car a lot. I know he goes out in his
0: car, but we don't see him leave his car necessarily. But I suppose if he just had a hood up, that would probably be okay. He was on the roof of that one place. Yeah, true.
1: Is that funny, that clarification? Was that a good joke? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So he goes, uh, so eventually he meets up with the Punisher, or does he? Because who should show up but Libby's all-time favorite? Curtis! My boy. Your boy Curtis shows up. And he's he's like, like,
0: he's like, Frank is on the run, and if you keep finding him, he's gonna visit Sarah again. (laughs) what says you're like oh no
1: (laughs) then he lowers the shades and he's like wink
0: yeah no it's like he helped her fix her garage it's gonna be okay
1: (laughs) they're gonna go to olive garden
0: yeah they might
1: they might i hope they do but um they uh but then he goes back to his place uh and who should be at his place but frank castle the punisher uh who immediately
0: punches him out (laughs) I know. I actually, my last note of this episode was punchisher, <laughs> which I know is oh, oh, not I- a very good pun, but.
1: <laughs> no, before also, I forgot, I'm looking at my notes. When he's fighting Wolf, I did write
0: toaster punch. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> you know what, also, you know what this scene, uh, The scene where he's going all over New York, uh, as well as different like sketchy locations or whatever, yeah, made me me really miss hiding from cops in New York. You know, when you're doing something you're not supposed to, and
0: you just like casually have imperial guards walking around. (laughs) I mean, I never had that experience, but I appreciate it. One time, I ran from cops on the beach in Florida. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't mean. Wait, was that at that prom? No.
1: You've lived. A, you've lived a life, Elizabeth. <laughs> we'll get into no, it later. Um, but uh, but yes, and then I guess we're implying that these two are about to partner up. Yeah, ranks getting his own team. You
0: know, all great partnerships start with a swift punch to the face. They sure do.
1: So. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw in theaters coming soon. Uh, so uh, so uh, what did you think of this episode rewatching it?
0: I thought it was really great. I had a really great time. Um, I thought it was full of a lot of funny quips. Um, it featured some of my favorite characters. I was super glad to see a reintroduction of Karen Page. Um, and I'm so hoping, hoping to see more of her. Um obviously super stoked for the introduction of Billy Russo to the equation because he's got a very interesting storyline that we are going to experience. Uh, we encourage you not to Google it. Don't Google it. Do not make Donnie's mistake. Just write it no, out.
1: Do not make my terrible mistake. Um, uh, yeah. I I liked it also. Uh, I, it's more of a it's kind of a slower episode compared to compared to last time. Uh, but uh but it was really nice. I, I'm excited to see the banter between these two. I think they've built this Micros character very effectively, um, and I'm glad I don't have to look at that wolf guy anymore because he had a real unpleasant beard.
0: And and here's something that I want to plant in your mind, Donnie, uh, as you're uh, as you're trying to kind of you know become more open to the character of the Punisher and the trajectory of the show in general. Why don't uh-huh. you spend some time thinking about the Punisher and Madani as interacting as well. And what that could be like, it could be cool. Right. That
1: that seems like it's going to be fun. You know,
0: I mean, I think we got a lot of fun times ahead. So yeah, I think think
1: so too. I like Karen. I like, uh, I think the Punisher was the best when he was like, argue with Daredevil. I imagine there's some great arguments with him and Karen.
0: Yeah. Uh, Or, I mean, I think that at the very least we can anticipate that there is Who knows who it will be, but there may be some character within the series that fulfills the role of Daredevil in providing that uh, that conscience and calling out quality that the that the Punisher so sorely needs sometimes.
1: You heard it here first, folks. Moon Knight coming to Punisher season one. (laughs) Uh, Well, great. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, then. There's just, one, there's just one last thing for us to do here on the official Punisher podcast, Punisher, uh, which is play a little game that I like to call <laughs> Has the Punisher Killed, killed You? <laughs> oh, great. Today on the game, today on the game we have uh, hometown hero Libby Hunt. And uh, Libby, we want to know, has the Punisher ever killed... Wilson, the Kingpin, Fisk.
0: Oh, damn. You know, it's funny because uh, last week we also had a Daredevil character, namely Daredevil. Named Daredevil. And I, and I said no, but I really uh, I don't think that he did kill Wilson Fisk. So I'm going to say no again. And I know that it's bold and I know that I may get it wrong again, but I'm going to go for it.
1: Has the Punisher killed the Kingpin?
0: I'm making drum sounds with my hands, Ken
1: That's not the sound you're making. Uh yes! <laughs> yes! Fuck. Uh in the uh in the brief uh, maybe it's still going, but in the Marvel Max series of comics, uh designed to be especially violent and R-rated, mm-hmm. uh it taking place in a more realistic parallel universe. Uh an aged Frank Castle blows away criminals in his final days, and a uh and a a handful of classic Marvel villains are introduced in alternate form, one of the most memorable be- memorable being Wilson Fisk. Uh and so Fisk gathers all of New York's mafia bosses to create a fictitious Kingpin of Crime persona as a target for the Punisher, only to kill them off and assume the role himself. However, Fisk does get the attention of the Punisher. He tries to have Bullseye and Elektra kill off the vigilante to no success, and he finally faces off against Castle at his old family home. Though he manages to beat the Punisher down and almost get the the get the W. God, who wrote this? Who am I, <laughs> who am I ripping off right now? It'll be in the oh, it'll be in the show yeah. notes. Uh, Fisk ends up taking a bullet to the back of the head.
0: Damn! Interesting. Well. Maybe next week.
1: Well, hey, maybe next week. Uh, well, guys, uh, this has been The Punisher Episode 2. We'll return next week or whatever the schedule is with Episode 3. Uh, Libby, where can people find
0: you on the internet? Is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, so people can find me on Instagram at LibbyDiggs or Libby Diggs Art. And Donnie, where can people uh, find you?
1: Well, if they wanted to track me down micro-style... You can find me everywhere at Don shot first. Uh, you can find my cosplay at Jason Mimosa. You can find this podcast at funisher pod, and you can find our sister shows, uh, abandoned quest, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast that we host uh, or that I host, uh, here on the network, uh, at abandoned pod quest on Instagram. And you can find our other sister show void, uh, which is like a narrative deep space talk show, um, at the good ship devil at good ship devilry on Twitter I'll record that again when I find out what it actually is and Libby you've been on Void you're one of the main characters sure
0: have sure am
1: <laughs> Uh, great well we'll be back in a second here with Frosty Birdthalls, our Game of Thrones recap mini-sode podcast but uh, from all of us at Funisher let's, let's bugaloo <laughs>